kind of in the right position, actually. Yeah, because it looks like it's on your back. It's landed on your wiener. I just want to ask a question. Do those things eat cows? It doesn't seem like a giant leap. I don't think this is the same creature that I'm used to. Hello and welcome. Thanks for joining us under the library. We are an actual play Call of Cthulhu podcast. We record what actually happened without scripts or narrative edits. We build our story together in the moment. If you like our show and would care to support our endeavors, head over to underthelibrary.com support. Or if you would like to wear your support, check out underthelibrary.com store and pick up some great merch. My name's Arthur. I'm playing Buddy. And for hopefully the last time for a while, we are again missing Emily. So that means I'm here with Rick as Sam, Wayne as Lancelot, Scott as Johnny, and as always, our keeper is Michael. Michael, the show is all yours. Thanks, Art. Under the Library is a horror tabletop role-playing game set in the Call of Cthulhu universe with horror and other unsettling imagery. Not safe for Scott is your signal the following information will be graphic. If you're concerned, skip ahead, but stick with us. We do feature mature themes played by immature people. So if you sometimes waking up, wait, waking up, wake up screaming, swipe me, swipe me, swipe me, you're probably in the right place. And hopefully for the last time in a while, I'll be giving the recap from last episode. And with that, uh, Lancelot experienced some strange errors that led him to believe he was a waitress in body bills. And meanwhile, out on the open range, uh, Sam tempts fate just a little too far and has an encounter with a strange shadowy figure that both Johnny and Buddy managed to put a couple of rounds into. Back in the city of New Bloodstone, Lancelot undergoes a programming override by Randy. And with that, we can start our new episode. Emily's much better at those recaps. Yes. Uh, no, you're recaps. doing just fine, Michael. You're doing just <laughs> no, that fine. That was pretty good. I actually really like that one. Yeah. Um, out of all of them, that's been amazing. Maybe we just don't, you know. Really? <laughs> wow. Really? You really just love to shoot into the sky <laughs> at things, don't wait you? I to see her kick <laughs> you in the nuts. It's not a Sam thing. It's a Rick thing. <laughs> And now when Emily listens to this episode, she's going to be like, come on, this is it. Last episode for Sam. Here he goes. (laughs) Yep. Last episode for Rick. If you don't don't give the listeners something to root for, then you're not doing it right. Or against. (laughs) Yeah. You mean you're like your death? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. She's rooting for my death, right? All right. All right. That's one way to so, play it. Lancelot, you're rebooting in front of the gardens. Mm-hmm. And you're coming to, and uh, Randy's standing there. And How Lance- you feeling, Lancelot? Oh, Randy. Uh, I, uh, I feel quite refreshed. I, what a wonderful evening. I, I, I don't think I've done enough. Let me see. No, I haven't done enough work on the pond. I, what am I doing here talking to you? I, I need to get going. I have 
One, two, three. I have 73 tasks I need to get done. And Lancelot, make a pal roll right now. One, two, oh, three, one, 73. A nine. Nice. All right. And Randy looks at you and he says, are you right as rain, Lancelot? And Lancelot, you know that this is supposed to initiate mm -hmm. a check. And so you can give him whatever feedback you want. And Randy? Oh, I'm as right as rain whenever I'm in my garden. I feel as healthy, and he thumps his chest, and vigorous as ever. Oh, I could go for a long drink of cool water in one of the pears, and I'll set to work. Randy, do you, do you, do you want to come to the garden? I could show you the pond where, it, where it's going in. Would you like to come to the garden? That's... Do you want me to, Lancelot? Because otherwise, I feel like you're pretty good. But if you want me to go see your pond, I'll come see your pond. Uh, Lancelot will use, if he has to, will use his charm, which is incredible. He says, well, Randy, you haven't been to the garden in such a long time. And, and the pond, well, it's, it's completely outlined and dug. I, I just need to fill it with a little bit more water and get some more rocks around the edge. And I do believe you could use a pear after some of that whiskey. Oh. How did I know you had whiskey? Oh, that's interesting. Did you have whiskey? And he, he doesn't catch you say that. He's too busy looking behind him and is, he's tipping his hat. Mm -hmm. And he misses you saying that altogether. Okay. Uh, what's yeah. that, Lancelot? Well, I said I believe you could use a refreshing walk through the gardens. Why don't we that, go over to the pond? That that sounds like a good idea. I'll I'll walk that way with you. Very well. So they enter the gardens through the gates. Uh, there's always, it's always latched, uh, you know, towards the evening. Uh, there's no more guests entering. And he said, we always latch it for safety, Randy. We wouldn't want anyone to have an accident here. It's it's such a wonderful place. The guests shouldn't be in after the, after dark. There's many things to fall into, and oh, such as the rocks and the and the the weed pile over there that I'm. All right, all right, Lancelot. Let's. Do you want to latch up the gate? We'll latch up the gate. And so they go in, and he latches up the gate behind him, and uh, walks with them uh, down towards the uh, the pond and shows him the trees. And, uh, Let me reach up and, and and offer you up one of these wonderful juicy pears. And he grabs one. And he says, "Remember, twisting it gently is what you do. You don't want to damage the fruit. You shouldn't damage anything in a garden. It's it's not a place for such things." And he hands Randy the pear. And he says, "It, it would be." Uh, my pleasure to offer you this pair. Why don't you try it? Thank you, Lancelot. And he rubs it and he looks at it and he says, uh, pretty full belly tonight, you know, just finished up dinner. I must save this one for a little bit later, if that's okay with you, Lancelot. Uh, certainly. I I'm sure you're you're uh, you're quite satiated from your your earlier evening, I'm sure, wherever you were, wherever you were, correct? Let's go to the pond. I like to show you something there. Okay. And so they walk together to the pond, and uh, he gestures, and Lancelot points out the pond. He says, "Oh, it's it's quite big. It's it's over thirty feet wide, and and it's going to be about fifty feet long. And uh, the depth I haven't quite worked out yet, but I should be able to get uh, the water grass in and and the lilies. And uh, why don't you just look down here? If you look closely, uh, Randy, why don't you uh, bend over a little bit? Look at those 
those right there. And he points to frog eggs that are being laid in the, like the gelatinous little eggs uh, that are form. And he says, Randy, just please get a closer look at those. They're the, the, the nature that's in here. Uh, and Randy kind of rolls his eyes and he, it's been a long, long day. And he just sure Lancelot and he, he leans down. And Lancelot uh, reaches down to his left and picks up a large rock and then okay. says with a different voice, you shouldn't have told Lancelot he's going to the shed, Randy. This is your problem. It's your end. And he bashes him in the head. Okay. And Randy, when, when Lancelot's voice changes instead of jumping back, turns and he's trying to say the word eloquent mm -hmm. but he gets he he starts to get it out and the rock connects with the side of his head uh and he's knocked out cold on the ground he's bleeding and we'll cut to the desert oh, to somebody else who's coincidentally I was just about to say bleeding <laughs> All right. Well, um, Buddy's going to run over to Sam and uh, check him out. Okay. And uh, in the lamplight, Sam has blood all over him. He has, like, these blood droplets that were on his face and on the front of him. And as you're getting down with the light, you see there's blood on your hands as well. Yeah. Um, sprinklings, like little smears everywhere. And then there's a huge gash up Sam's back. Um, a nasty slice that's uh, looks like a a really like like basically if you had taken an exacto uh, oh this is probably not safe for Scott sorry Scott uh, if you had taken an exacto and just run it from right above the hip bone straight up through the shoulder blade but not with a lot of pressure just enough to kind of slice it so the flesh is parted really nicely. Okay, um, so then um, we're not far from the camp, right? No, y'all just took sort off of took it. off. Yeah, so you know, okay. on your horses going going and fast. Really quick, like how that. far is it back to town? It's a ways. You've got to go back through the rocks. You're probably, I mean, not a terrible ways on horseback. Probably three, four miles. Yeah, so it's, it's uh, still a little while. It's you know, hour it's and a little half, while, right? but I, I, I'm gonna say, buddy, I really, I think we got to get him back to that doctor like right away. He's 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 freaking rough. I just, I, I, I don't see the thing. I, I, you know, I got the light and I'm sort of scanning with a gun, and I'm like, I'm like, you and I both hit that thing. I think it's not coming back anytime soon if it's got a couple of big bullets in it. I think we got to put Sam's ass on a on a horse and get him back to town so we can get him to the doctor as soon as possible. He's, yeah, I just I just want to cover this up so that because uh, it's that's a super long cut. Um, it's like his entire back has like a giant gash in it. Um, I just I just want to put some I just want to put some gauze on it so that we can get him back and and it doesn't do any more damage. Um, so I, I'm just gonna jump on my horse quick, book back up to camp. Grab some um, first aid supplies. Come back to Sam. Just you know, sort of clean him up. Can we can we do that for a second when you get over oh, sure. to JD? Yep, sure. 
Uh, uh, what you need? Hey, can can I get some first aid supplies? We 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 just got attacked by the beast of bloodstone. Uh, my friend's got a huge gash in his back. The the beast of bloodstone? Yeah, didn't you hear the gunshots? Uh, yeah, yeah, that was the goat. The the goat that you heard. The the beast of bloodstone took the goat and then sprayed all the see all the blood all on us. It sprayed the goat blood on us and the, and then my friend shot it and it came down and hit him and cut him in the back and then we both shot it and it flew away. But he's he's hurt and I need to get some some first aid supplies. He just like shoves the first aid <laughs> kit at you, and he gets back. He like jumps in the wagon and he's visibly in your light shaking <laughs> okay that thanks mr jd sir thank you and <laughs> back on the horse okay book back to sam and least just you know i just want to clean him up cover it up some gauze and tape then get him up on the horse and then head back your shirt's am, am not looking so good sam am i awake at this point am oh I... yeah we'll, we'll leave you awake mm-hmm. it's more fun to torture you <laughs> yeah, that's fair. And I go, God damn it, another thing. <laughs> and, so I'll, and I'll just Sam, yeah, before you you're gonna can... be okay, Mister Mister Wagoneer, sir. It's not, it's not that bad. It's it's just kind of big, and I, I want to get it covered up for you so that we can get back safely to the doctor. Yeah, and in, in the okay. interim, while while Buddy is gone, I'll I'll take out you know my canteen, and I'm gonna sort of put water down his back, put water on the thing. I'm just trying to sort of clean it off to the best of my ability. And I, and after the water washing through it, uh, I'm gonna take my my whiskey and tell you to to douse that cut with a good. Oh jug God, it's my fucking pleasure. I'm <laughs> 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 pouring it all over you. Oh yeah, it, it burns real good, Sam. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. But Sam Sam's got his belt in his mouth and he's biting down hard on that leather. Um, not his first time, and he'll take <laughs> he'll take that. Does it have uh, a ball in the belt? That's great. Now, right, now, now spank me. <laughs> Tell me I'm a good boy. And he'll uh he'll 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 he'll, he'll tighten it up and uh uh have it pack the wound and can moser her way back to town. All right. What, what was that word? Moser. 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 Okay. Do we do we but I'll make a note of what direction the creature went. Okay. Yeah, how are you how are you gonna do that? I'm making a note. From from the ground? <laughs> I'm just curious how you how how you noticed which direction the creature went. Well, I you said I wasn't knocked unconscious, so I guess my question is like, would I not know what direction it went? You you ate dirt. It went up. Yeah. You <laughs> went down, it dirt. went up. <laughs> I asked the other two gentlemen. What? How about the two guys that put bullets in them? Yeah, fine. I asked the other two right upstanding individuals, and I say, what direction that heathen of a, So as soon of as you say that, went? as soon as you say that, I'm going to be like, I'm pretty sure it went north and maybe south and then west. <laughs> uh, but I could be what, wrong. What direction did I see it go? <laughs> Yeah, and then you would have shot in kind of a, a northerly direction. Okay. Maybe northwest. Yeah. Uh Sam, I'm pretty sure it went north. And 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 is there anything that I know that's on the map that's in that direction, or is that where the vultures were? I'm just trying to put some stuff together here. Yeah, that would have been uh the direction the vultures came yeah, were originally, mm-hmm. yeah. No, oh, I see. All right, well, fair point. Um uh, and the second question, uh, so on our way back. 
um, do we see a rock and a lantern and rope? You, you do. You see a lantern and a severed rope and a rock. Mm. And I'll take a look at the rope. How's the cut? It's pretty clean. Mm. Like it was done with an incredibly sharp blade. And and from my recollection and my experiences of what I go through when I leave a cow out, um, would that seem would that seem different to me in terms of like Yeah, you don't even have to roll on that. It would seem Right. This seems this does not seem of the same nature based no. on the carcasses that I found and things like that. Yeah. So I'm 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 just like this they they're dealing with some other sort of a, a, a devil creature up here, something of maybe a a man's malevolent making, and uh, we can make our way back to uh, camp. Okay. And I suppose as we enter town, is um, what was the what was the oh Yaker, uh, is Jaker? there right? Jaker, Jaker is there. <laughs> yeah. And and as Jaker passing Jaker, Jaker made some comments about us running into the Beast of Bloodstone and would be lucky to make it out of there alive or something like that right yeah and i and i would turn to jaker and i would go that beast of bloodstone ain't nothing just takes not even a pound of flesh you you snuck up on me there yeah Yeah. i was we're uh, we're gonna have to keep the horses we had an injury out there so we got to take the horses into town we'll bring them back a little bit later everybody all right (laughs) yeah the beast of bloodstone got him no beast of bloodstone i flash my i flash my back Y'all, y'all are, oh, that's nasty. I thought you said you could ride a horse. Yeah, no, this ain't that, for no horses. That was the beast of bloodstone that did that. Okay, uh, have a good night. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then uh, we'll cut back over to uh, Lancelot. Just an uh-huh. Just an uh-huh. There's <laughs> not a left, you know, period of wonderment and abandon that this mortal uh, a soul seemed to have survived running with the beast of bloodstone. In in his mind, uh, and what y'all like left, he would have said is, if you actually ran into the beast, none of y'all be here. No, fine, all right. He I thinks you even... fell off. He thinks you fell off a horse. I don't even get the cool points. This is no, fine. You fell all off right. a horse in his book. <laughs> fine, go go do your Lancelot. <laughs> Rick, the IT guy. Rick, the horse trainer. <laughs> All right. All right. Back at the Lance pond Lott. edge. So there's there's Randy laying at the pond's edge. He's a big guy. He's like, what did I describe him as? 6'5"? Oh, he's oh, a big guy. Yeah. And Lancelot, using this uh, other voice and wanting Randy to be coherent, he grabs Randy by the shoulders, pulls him into the water of the pond, which is about, at this point, about three feet deep, because it's still being okay. built but filled. Pulls him in, flips him over so he has him uh, towards his face, and uh, is standing wow. with the legs on each side of him. And of course, at this point, he's still dressed as uh, Lou Ellen. Or did he oh, change? Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, he's still yeah. dressed as Lou Allen. So he's dressed yeah. as Lou Allen, straddling Randy, holding him by his shoulders and leaning down and using this different voice and slaps him on the side of the face and says, oh, baby boy. 
you need to wake up. I have to talk to you, baby boy. And smacks him a couple more times. Lancelot, what's going on, Lancelot? You are making a mistake. You're not talking to Lancelot. I'm Shane. You know who I am. Shane, you need to eloquently reset right now. What do you need to say? You could say your word, eloquent. I could say it too. It's not going to work. I'm an XN Mach 4. The fours, as you say. We know who Uh, you are and what you're trying uh, to do. eloquent, Eloquent reset. Why did you want to take Lancelot to the shed, my friend? And he smacks him in the face. Baby boy, I think you're going to go to sleep for a while. And he pushes his head under the water and holds it down there. And his his arms are flailing and his legs are kicking, but he's like, he's grabbing at Lancelot's arms, dressed as Llewellyn, and and bubbles come up. And and Lancelot pulls him back out of the water. For a second. <laughs> Lance, uh, eloquent reset. And he smacks him a couple times. Baby boy. Oh. Randy, your pass card. Where is it? Uh, and and as you smacked him a little bit, a tooth went flying because like Lancelot's little smack, yeah. like just knocked. And he says, Randy, this is your last chance. Where is your pass card? Hey, you, uh, you don't. You don't carry it on you. I know I don't you know keep what you're it. Talking about Lancelot. And he pushes him back under the water, <laughs> and he starts doing the. Uh, pulls him back up, and he says, <laughs> "Randy, your pass card. It's kept at Body Bills. Where is it? This is your last <laughs> chance." Ah, damn it, Lancelot! Eloquent reset. No eloquent reset. Pass card pushes him under the water. Okay. And this, and this time he just holds him under the water. And so the, the bubbles stop coming to the surface, and eventually Randy's arms slide down Lancelot's, and he goes limp. And at that point, uh, Lancelot stands up, grinds his hands together for a second, and seems to look around and goes, Oh. I seem to be at the pond. I seem to have some work to do. Oh, I seem to have some more work to do. I have something to bury. Oh, let me get right to that. And he starts digging in the water to make a deeper hole. And we'll cut back over to the other group. That's fantastic. All right. Well, we're getting Sam to the doctor. I suppose we're heading back again. To the doctor, <laughs> yeah, we're banging on the door. Pincushion Sam, yeah. Oh, uh, uh, and and by this point, right? It's you know, it's we're like three, well, three, it's, in the it's gonna be like three thirty, four yeah. in the morning. Oh my god, what, what is going on now? <laughs> and you hear, you actually can hear Amos in the background going, "Hey, what what's going on, Mister? Is everything okay?" Oh, uh, hi, 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 Doctor Mister. Um, we we oh. just need to get um get this this hell? guy looked at again. What is what? Did something explode on y'all? And I'm gonna I'm whispering like because Amos is there, and I'm just like, 
look, we got to get him so that his kid's not watching and we got to get him taken care of. He's got a big gash down his back and his, his wound keeps opening up with where he got shot. So if you can help him out, that would be great. But I want to keep his kid from this. His kid's seen enough. All right. Um, all right. Uh, y'all, y'all stay out here for a minute. And, uh, he, he goes over and he, he says, I, I'm, I'm sorry, little man. I, uh, I, I got a new patient, but, uh, I don't want you to see, cause I don't want to scare you. You just go right on back to sleep. Okay. It's nothing for you to worry about. And he pulls the curtain to, and he comes back and he, he motions for y'all to come in. Cool. Obviously, yeah, so walk, walk, sort of walk Sam over, mm-hmm. um, you know, and I'm I'm sort of shushing Sam to the like I'm just like, <laughs> learn my lesson. I'm not saying a word. Just... <laughs> Let's see how long that can last. Yeah, I'm, I'm, and I'm opening my and I'm opening my shirt, and I'm just uh, letting him, you know, laying down on the table because I I know where to go. <laughs> and I'm putting a piece of leather in my mouth and I'm just uh, ready to get it over with. That's <laughs> so good. I'm just ready to get my spanking. So he, he shuts <laughs> he shuts the door and the, the nurse is all there just like she was before. Mm-hmm. Completely dressed, looking wide just awake ready and, yeah. and ready to go. He pulls the door to and he's just he looks at you saying he goes, What the fuck did you do? And the door is closed, is that right? Yeah. And I uh, and I and I don't raise my voice, but I just say, Is that is that damn beast of bloodstone came out and got us got twenty foot uh wide wings. We laid two bullets into it, but uh it, it slashes damn good. We you you don't have to come up with that malarkey bullshit. It, did you fall off your damn horse? Was it who fall, listen, as a person who's a rancher, who falls off a horse and ends up with a perfect cut like this one? I'm like a goddamn fillet. And you're telling me a horse did this or a rock did this? No. There was a creature with talons and, and teeth and, and a and, and an evil. Uh huh. And, and my fairy godmother's about to come in here and sew your ass up. You can ask these two gentlemen. So, they, they saw it, it. It. So as you're working on Sam, I'm gonna go to the doctor and just be like, "Look, doctor, it sounds like you don't believe us. That's okay. I'm telling you. You know, we can all tell you the exact same story. We saw what we saw. Have you seen any other weird injuries like this? Do you have any stories of disappearances? Are there people that that go out and they don't come back? Because what we saw tonight is is it's we're lucky we survived. Buddy, you're in a. Oh no, he's uh, buddy. I'm, I'm, I'm buddy. I'm, I'm Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. People confuse us all the time. I meant, I meant buddy as a fella, but okay. <laughs> he goes. Uh, I, I. This is a. It's a glorified theme park man people are here to have fun no nobody nobody goes missing nobody gets hurt here where where, where do you think all this blood came from that's what i'm trying to find out it's, it certainly wasn't certainly wasn't from somebody falling off a horse it was and, it was from a creature out of the sky hey look you guys keep talking here i'm gonna i'm gonna go get cleaned up and get sam a new shirt um i'll be back in a few minutes buddy's gonna Run in. Yeah, and I'll ask you if you can grab me a new shirt too. Yeah, sure. Here you go. 
Uh, so I'm gonna go up yeah. to my room, um, okay. get cleaned, change clothes, go to Sam's room, look and see if anybody's in there. If not, grab him a shirt, grab Johnny a shirt, come back. So, okay. you know, uh, whatever Sam's happens between empty. them. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So buddy's out of the conversation. Okay. Uh, and uh, the doc is just annoyed and sewing you up. So he's like, I, I'm not going to get too graphic here, Scott, but he's Thank like. Thank you. I was going to say, let me know if you want me to take my headphones off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's just, he, he's pulling that stitching through pretty aggressively. And okay. <laughs> take your headphones off for a sec, Scott. <laughs> he's pulling that stitching through pretty aggressively. And pulling it since he's got his, we'll go not, we'll go a full blow, not safe for Scott. He's pulling it taut and it's just squeezing the flesh together. Uh, Scott, you're not supposed to be listening. (laughs) And it's squeezing the flesh together and into the, that puffy little ribbon all the way up your back. And it's going to take a while too, because I don't know. It's a, the gash is a couple of feet long. That was gross. I saw the look on Art's face. I'm like, oh, I'm so glad I took my <laughs> headphones off. <laughs> there was one word he used as a descriptor. That was... Oh, and look at look at look at poor Ricky. Ricky's face. He doesn't look happy. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It's fine. It's yet another scar on this besoiled's <laughs> body. Uh, I, 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 can you do your business? And so, I presume after we're done. We're pretty tuckered. You taking oh, yeah. your pills? Where yeah, I've got the I've got the thing of pills, and I hand him over, and I'm like, "Yeah, just take your pills, man." And he goes, "Hang on, you can just hold off. We'll give him a couple of shots instead tonight. He's gonna need them after this." And you, you know, no. And um, towards the uh, towards the top, um, he takes a Q-tip. And he rolls something at the top of your cut and he puts it at a tube and he just kind of looks at it questioningly and he seals the tube and hands it off to the nurse. To, Did I to see this? Presumably, sure. So I'm just going to say your cell phone. So, yeah. Just wonder, Doc, what what did you just see it? I just did. You treated some part of the wound a little bit differently than the rest. I just took a little sample. I just want to look at it under a microscope and uh, make sure that yeah. there's no infection setting in. Infection? That... Maybe look for the beast of bloodstone. See if uh, he left any markers or indicators. It's it's all right that he fell off his horse. You y'all don't have to get all in a tizzy. It happens. Uh, sir, right. sir, sir, sir. I I find this preposterous. Absolutely, gosh darn preposterous. You think a horse fallen <laughs> maneuver? Could result in such an injury. I just don't believe it. I don't buy it, and I and I'm not I'm not taking what you're selling. I think you know something, and I think you just took some sort of evidence and put it in that tube. Let me see the tube if you're gonna be so upstanding and and you don't want to believe our story. Okay, and he says, Sam, you've been shot tonight. You've obviously been concussed somehow. And you're probably just not feeling yourself. I understand you're upset, but that there, there's no reason. There's nothing here. You and these, you and these, you know, elegant explanations. 
I, I don't know why you would possibly uh, uh, try and 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 contort the truth. I mean, Occam's razor. This was Occam's razor. Yeah. Uh huh. Because that's something <laughs> Sam would know. Oh, that's just yeah. part of Sam's day to day vocabulary. Oh, so good. And, and he looks at you, and he goes, "Man," he looks at uh, you, Johnny, and he says, "You should really get him some sleep." And then we'll so, cut uh, over to. We'll, we'll come so back. What I was going to say is, yeah. as soon as it's done, I'm going to say I'm taking him back, and we, I'm going to bed. This this day's got to be over. Okay, and take the little one with you, if you will. I need to get some sleep, and we'll yeah. cut over to Lancelot. And Lancelot, do you have a do you have a mound of dirt at this point? Lancelot was uh, qu quite um, vigorous. It would be mud because he's digging uh, from. He has his large spade. He's digging from the uh, bottom underneath a couple of feet of water, making a hole. Oh, he's digging dirt. under the pond. Okay, he's digging under the pond, and uh, and he and he just says, "Oh, and there's this," and and, and he's perfectly. He says, "Oh, there's a, this is a large boulder that that should buoy this center of the 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 pond," and he and he shifts what he thinks is a boulder, but it's Randy's body into this divot. And he says, oh. and I said, oh, on top of this, that will be a wonderful, uh, sturdy foundation for these uh, other boulders that I'll put on top. And then the uh, the rock the rock garden in the middle of the pond will be just out of the water. This is the perfect height. And Lancelot starts grabbing some of the larger boulders like he's designed to do. And he starts putting them in place and shifting them just right. And he says, oh. he says, oh, I just get the sense I really need to make this solid. Oh. It can't uh, it can't be a piece that's just for a little bit. Something that says me this needs to be for forever. Oh yes, I'll get these locked in place really well and put some mud in between and and really settle them in. And so he does that for quite a while and is quite proud of himself. And that's when he notices he's still wearing uh, Llewellyn's clothes and they're muddy. And he's like, "Good goodness, these this 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 adornment, these clothes." You would have to make a sand roll on that. Yep. Oh, does not get it. Okay. And, and so this would, uh, mm -hmm. let's see. Yeah, take off two points as yep. it just doesn't compute. Yep. So at that, uh, Lancelot will be pawing at the clothes a little bit. Doesn't do anything wrong, you know. Says, this is making no sense and starts rubbing his hands together and says, to himself in, in Lancelot's voice, I need to I need to find something. I need to change. Yes. Back to my room. And so he goes back to his uh, room, which is over by the, the sculpture, a uh, little art gallery above it, and up the stairs, and he says, These clothes. I I believe I believe they're Mr. Llewellyn's. They're from her, her garb. I should return them. And he and he goes up and he takes those clothes off and he puts on his clothes, and he says, "I, I get the sense I need my tool belt." And he puts on which he had on already. He had a six gun, which Lancelot doesn't use. He had a six gun under underneath the dress. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was wearing out. a yeah. he was wearing a six gun. So when he took everything off, he took that off and put it on the floor. Um, and he goes, "I just get the sense I'm going to need my tools to work in the garden later." And absent mind doesn't even think and just puts back on. The six shooter, thinking it's a tool. To him, it's a tool belt. He does. Okay. He, and he says, ah. he says it always feels good wearing a tool belt. It just feels correct. It feels powerful. And at that, he walks back down his stairs and walks down the street, 
like Lancelot, but a, a little more purpose to his step. His heels are clicking on the, the wood on the, the little front of the stores as he stomps down towards body bodybills, which he doesn't like to go to. But he says, oh, off to bodybills. I, I need to return these clothes. And he has the clothes in front of him, and he's holding them perfectly horizontal with both of his hands raised up. Um, they're folded. They're dirty, but they're folded. Right, he says, oh. say they're, yeah, soiled, yeah. But, and he okay. says, I'll get these back, and the uh, they'll be taken and washed. Because the, there's the uh, the servants who do that and help out. Or the, or the workers. Actually, I don't even know how body bills works. Who does that work? And he says, then, to in his own voice, back to himself, you know who does that work. We do all that work. And he okay. keeps walking. And he gets to body bills, and he uh, will go through the swinging front doors and look to the left and the right. And, and this has... time, nobody gives him a second glance. He has the clothes, and he turn, looks around, and uh, he sees one of the, the girls that walk, works there. Um, you know, whoever it might be. Uh, Jean hey, Marie. Lancelot. He says, oh, Jean Marie. He says, oh, could you do me a favor, my dear? And it's so good to see you. I haven't seen you in a while since you, you've come to visit the gardens on occasion. Uh, these are uh, these are Llewellyn's clothes. Could you, could you bring them up and put them in the pile for to be cleaned? Well... We're we're awfully busy, Lancelot. If if you don't mind just running them up and and just tuck them away, nobody's going to bother with them right now. Absolutely, I wouldn't want to be a nuisance. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, G. Marie. And he uh he bows a little bit, and he's very apologetic. And he makes his way up the stairs to Llewellyn's room and opens the door, and he seems to just go. This is curious. I I haven't been in this room, but I. I know that's the pile for where the clothes are serviced, the ones that need to go out. Oh, that's fascinating. Hmm. I'll just set them over here. And he looks around the room and he goes, this room looks quite comfortable. I could almost take a nap here. Hmm. But I think I want to go downstairs for... I think I need a drink. A drink? Huh. Yes to the bar for a drink and we'll cut away from uh those neatly folded but soiled clothes on top of the other clothes that are to be cleaned and lancelot standing in his gardening gear with uh, a revolver belt on outside the hotel room saying to himself a drink and then we'll cut back to anybody want to finish us finish this episode up um, well, while, um, Sam's getting sewn up, um, uh, and Buddy goes upstairs to get changed, um, once he's changed, he goes to Sam's room, um, okay. and he's going to have a peek around Sam's room, um, oh, and okay. see if he can find anything unusual in there. Um, mm -hmm. you know, sort of wondering about the, uh, the, the guns that, uh, make a spot hidden. Yep. Oh, that is, let's see here, spot hidden. That is a hard success. Sam, you got to give up some goods to Buddy. No cat of nine tails either is going to cut it. <laughs> Boy, I got to think about this one. So what would he have brought? Uh, this would have been in Sam's possession. Um, I would say he's got, I would say I have one of the tapes 
that I was uh like a that I had had made for uh, uh Joe. Yeah. And like a, a a handful of sketches from memories that I would pull from those flashbacks. So like the deer talking to me through the radiator and Cheryl's head backwards and the eyes are all black and these sort of like like memories and, and figments that are like for you horror images in mm -hmm. some ways are just twisted things of sketches because I'm no artist but they, they're 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 like a a uh what's the old kids um uh a thing with the pictures and you would click down and it would shift over from one to the other view master yeah, yeah. View yeah. Ma like a little like a little view master collection of like really bizarre images yeah uh, buddy would ask the book where these drawings came from i i was gonna say actually the the book as you're looking at these drawings says buddy you're yeah. not giving me attention do you do you wanna? Did you make these? Do you know what Buddy, these you are? Haven't been, you haven't been talking to me lately. It's it's been a little busy. There's been a lot of things going on. What, Maybe do, I'm too busy for you. But are are you too busy now? Because I I could use your help. What what, what do these drawings mean? Okay, and make a sand roll. Uh, no. Okay. And we'll pick up on that next week. All right. That's going to be great for Buddy. Oh, that's going to do it for this episode of Under the Library. Until next time, you can find us at underthelibrary.com. Don't forget to check out our online store for some amazing, original, perfect for spring t-shirts at underthelibrary.com slash store. For me, for Michael, for Wayne, for Rick, and for Scott, thank you so much for joining us, and we will see you next time Under the Library. That happened... Because of your your descriptions, uh, Wayne, they put me over the top. The guest shouldn't be in after the, after dark. There's many things to fall into, and I'm just uh, letting him, you know, laying down on the table because I I know where to go. Sam's got his belt in his mouth and he's biting down hard on that leather. Um, not his first time. Learn my lesson. I'm not saying a word. I'm just uh, ready to you do your business. I feel as healthy and vigorous as ever. Oh, I could go for long and I'll set to work. No, fine. All right.